This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Okay. And today we're talking about waffles. It's 10.30 on a Saturday morning. Actually, it's 11 because Molly was late. This is called brunch. This is brunch. We are brunching it up here at Spilled Milk. And uh, yeah, should we just get right to it? I'm not going to not eat these waffles. Hold on. I see you're starting with the ego, Matthew. Okay. So while Molly's eating this waffle, important announcement. As you may know, we have a live show coming up January 29th. That's a Thursday. It's sold out. So if you don't have tickets, you can't come. However... You can still participate whether you're going to be there or not. If you have a story of a uh, childhood birthday party memory that is just stuck in your brain, probably because something terrible happened, we want to hear about it. Not if it's sad and depressing, only if it's funny. And uh, so send an email to contact at spilledmilkpodcast.com. If it involves birthday cake, so much the better, but it doesn't have to. And if you're going to be at the show, uh, mention that in the email, please. We would love to have a couple of you stand up and tell your true tales. Uh, It'll be like The Moth. Oh, totally like The Moth. It'll be exactly Uh like that. It'll be like, uh, have you ever listened to Risk? No. It's the podcast where people people tell um, their like dirty stories that they thought they would never share with anyone. Ooh. It'll be like that. It Ooh. probably won't be like that, but it could be. Gosh, I hope so. It could be the steamiest thing ever to happen at Book Larder. Gosh, so send those stories. I don't stories. think I want to hear steamy stories about childhood <laughs> yeah, birthday may, wait. <laughs> I just realized that, yeah, the juxtaposition there. <laughs> maybe, maybe like forget what we just said. Mm-hmm. Just send send something something good to uh, contact at spilledmilkpodcast.com. Keep it legal. Um, <laughs> and and uh, let's get back to waffles. Okay. So we should thank listener Deborah, first name, oh, listener, thanks, last listener, name, Deborah, Deborah yep. for uh, suggesting that we do a waffle episode because that's the reason why we're getting to eat waffles this morning. Mm-hmm. If it um, weren't for Deborah, we would not be allowed to eat waffles this morning. Yeah. So uh, let's take the old stroll down memory lane. Did you eat waffles as a kid? Did I eat waffles as a kid? Yeah, I ate homemade waffles and frozen waffles for sure in large quantities, both. Mm-hmm. And I feel like to this day, I enjoy both frozen and homemade waffles. They sort of push different buttons for me. Okay. Um, yeah, I always with syrup pretty much. Growing up, it was definitely fake syrup. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, I prefer real maple syrup. I How de- about you? Oh, we got another batch of waffles ready. Yeah. Woo! 
I definitely grew up with frozen waffles, Eggos specifically. Oh, and yes. I, I think that at some point Eggos came out with like a whole wheat version or a multigrain oh, version. It, yeah, Nutrigrain Eggos. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I remember eating those. And uh, I am sure that my dad must have made waffles. He was the breakfast guy. You know, that's the dad thing. Sure. But I don't remember it. You know, I, I think on the grilled cheese episode, we talked about how we had this waffle iron where you could take the like plates uh, right. out and reverse it and turn it into like a like a griddle type press kind of thing. And I only remember him using the waffle iron to make like pressed grilled cheese sandwiches. Interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't, I, I think we had like more than one waffle iron, not necessarily at the same time. We were like serial waffle monogamists. And um, I, I feel like at some point, like Belgian waffles got introduced and then maybe like went back out of my life. I mean, this is definitely something we need to talk Do about. Do you mean like true Belgian waffles, like gaufre de Liège? Absolutely not. Okay. I mean like the American ones that are just like American waffles, but Ex- with Bigger, bigger holes. Deep. Yeah. That's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Keeping it, keeping it extra thick and deep. Oh, that's how we roll. Yeah. So, and I remember at one point a popular waffle brand of my youth was Roman Meal brand. Really? I, I think this Gosh. may have been a West Coast thing. The name didn't seem weird to me at the time, but now it now sure it does. Seems really weird. Did Roman Meal only make waffles? No, I think they also made maybe sandwich bread and I don't know what else. That um, is the last thing I expect Romans to have been making. Yeah, can you imagine like Romans padding around the desert with their sandals, riding in chariots? You know <laughs> like, what? what Eating PB and J. Yeah, what other things do Romans do? Do Romans wear togas or is that just Greeks? Oh, I think Romans do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I I think I don't really know the difference between Romans and Greeks. I pretty much imagine them doing all the same stuff. Oh yeah, they totally did. Fighting, pillaging. Um, Running marathons. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Saying, Drinking wine from big jugs. Animal skins. No, no jugs. No, okay. Jugs. Uh, uh, saying, <laughs> I am Spartacus a lot. Yes. That was, um, chariot races. Yes. Chariot races. Yeah, I think that was that was the thing to do on the weekend. Like, we have monster truck rallies in ancient Rome. They would go to chariot races and yell, I am Spartacus. I don't know what it meant, <laughs> but they sure seemed to enjoy it. And, and, and eat waffles, of course. Mm-hmm. Should we dive into what we're eating here? Let's dive into it. So we have three waffles each on our plates here. We have an Eggo waffle, the original Eggo, which is... <laughs> the original waffle. <laughs> the original Eggo, the very first one ever made. <laughs> um, it's surprisingly yellow. It's yeah, I'm sure it's. I'm sure it is dyed. To it. Uh, let's talk Eggo first. I was actually just talking with Brandy Henderson, the owner of the, the pantry, cooking school, about sort of uh, perfectly engineered food products, which we've discussed here many times. And, and PEFPs. And... In my memory's mouth, as we've discussed before as well. Still gross. I think of Eggos as being a perfectly engineered mm-hmm. food product. And Brandy was like, oh, Eggos are the best. However, I got to say, eating it today, I kind of was like, why am I doing this? Hmm. It, to me, it makes the maple syrup taste fake. Like, I think there's a little bit of fake maple flavoring in there. That's quite possible. And it's just not that good. It's not, but I, I think that the whole point of an Eggo is like the little nibbly bits around the edge. Really? Yeah. I wait, just wait. ate mine without even noticing those. So when you bits. were a kid, you didn't like eat the perimeter first? Oh, no. I I think that I've always been, you know, with the exception of Oreos, which, of course, everybody knows you twist apart. Right. I think that I've always been the type to just like bite into whatever it is and work my way through it bite by bite. Do you think uh, that's a metaphor for... Would you look at how I'm approaching my waffles this morning? I am totally not doing that. I'm eating... I like eating waffles and pancakes with my hands. Oh, interesting. And I break them apart and then dip them in the syrup. Oh, now 
Rossi, I think we've talked about this before, probably on the French toast episode or the pancake episode or some other breakfast episode, that I was totally a syrup dipper as a kid, but now I'm a syrup topper. It's a very different flavor <laughs> experience. I guess I guess I, I, I went from, from being a, a syrup bottom to a syrup top. I knew that was coming. Yeah, send in your stories, people. I just people. saved that one for you. Here's a, here's a quick question for you. Before we get into talking about these batters, I have always wondered, could you... And I say this as someone who's made a lot of waffles. I just have to ask, could you take like any pancake batter and turn it into a waffle? What is the difference between a waffle and a pancake? Is it just the waffle iron? Sorry, did I just stump you? You absolutely stumped me. I should have I should have seen that coming. I should have I should have driven ahead down down the mental and emotional road that mm-hmm. this that this episode was sure to take us on mm-hmm. and seen that particular obstacle uh, and flicked it aside with with a little Wikipedia. Uh, I don't know the answer. I'm going to make up an answer, which is that I think I'm actually thinking about how I make pancake batter versus how I make waffle batter. Well, I make buttermilk pancakes, but non-buttermilk waffles. No, I guess one of these waffles has buttermilk. Mm-hmm. I have no, I have absolutely no answer to this. I guess the answer is you can put pancake batter in your waffle iron and it'll probably be fine. Huh, maybe one of our listeners will write in. Well, I mean, like, if you buy Bisquick, it's pancake and waffle batter mix. I don't know if it has different instructions for pancakes versus waffles, but it can't be very different. It's true. It's n- like, you know, it doesn't say, like, buy, you know, buy xanthan gum and... Uh, Thank God. Uh, what what else what else might go into Bisquick? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, all right. Well, enough about that tangent. Maybe one of our listeners will tell us about it. We're back with with a, a very important announcement. First of all, some lady is looking through the window at our at our recording studio, which is also my dining room table, and wondering what's going on up there. No, she was just looking like right at me, like "What's wrong with you?" That was me. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I, I forgot to mention that it was Molly. <laughs> she she does that every time. I have a an announcement here from Alton Brown. He he didn't get in touch with the show. We just googled this, and he says. If there's a big fat lie in waffledom, it's that good waffles can be made from pancake batter. Sure. Pancakes and waffles both contain eggs, flour, and levering. Levering. And levering. Yeah, they can both be used as a lever or an inclined plane or another <laughs> another, another basic tool. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's probably true. Uh, And they're both served for breakfast, but differences abound. Pancakes may be brown on the outside, but they're floppy, soft, and spongy with an interior that looks a lot like cake. Waffles, on the other hand, are crisp on the outside and light on the inside, like beignets, funnel cakes, hush puppies, or donuts. In short, waffles are fried. Only instead of being immersed in hot oil, they are encased in in hot oil-covered metal. Oh, so, that's so metal. But then all he says, waffle batter contains a little bit more uh, sugar and a little more fat. Uh, to make it crispier. To make it crispier mm-hmm. than pancake batter. Uh, I, I thought he was going to like, the big reveal was going to be that there there absolutely could not be more different. You know, one of them is made with ground lamb and the other one's <laughs> <laughs> the other one's made with like angel's kisses. But no, I'm going to say they're still pretty much the same. Great. Okay. So let's talk about waffles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's finally talk about waffles. What are we eating here today? I can answer that. It's waffles. <laughs> All right. Well, we've already we've already uh, dispensed with the fact that we are eating egos. I don't think I don't think anyone needs to needs to be told by us what an ego is. I'm just surprised that they don't taste a little better. I, I feel like they actually have very little flavor. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, they're not surprised. They're not as good as homemade waffles, of which uh, I made two kinds. Oh, now the now the uh, the woman who was watching us record is hugging some guy. 
and and now she's hugging another guy. Oh my god, she's polyamorous. Let's stare at <laughs> wow. it. Wow, this um this is the kind of story we don't want you to send in. Okay, so uh, <laughs> woo, I completely distracted from what I was going to say about waffles. All right, so we made two kinds of waffles. I, I think that. <laughs> oh <laughs> on task on task we will get on task absolutely the the two kinds of waffles we made today one is a, a yeasted waffle recipe and one is a baking powder waffle recipe and and one thing that i think uh a, a lot of people think about when they're choosing a waffle batter is how long it's going to take to make it i think a lot of people are put off of the idea of yeasted waffles because you do mix up most of the batter overnight which to me makes it easier actually the morning of less work to do yeah we understand that you have a lot of waffle batters to choose from these days and we appreciate <laughs> you flying with, with yeasted ours. waffles yeah with our inclined plane so the yeah the yeasted waffles i made are from the book a real american breakfast why <laughs> Is that funny? We are just a disaster today. <laughs> it's it's okay. It's very like you know how sometimes we record really late at night, like eight thirty p.m., and things get weird. This time we're recording at eleven a.m., which is early for us, and things are getting weird. Things are so weird. Um, I mean, it's obviously it's, it's like a strange time of of day when like uh, things things are getting all like steamy outside the window. The raised waffles, so you make a batter with yeast in it, you let it sit on the counter overnight. Um, This recipe, for reasons we're not sure about, has you uh, beat in some egg whites in the morning, but I've certainly made some that didn't do that. Do you want to say where this recipe was from? Oh, yes. It's from, as I said a minute ago, it's it's from the book, (laughs) A Real American Breakfast. No, I don't know if I got the whole title out, by uh, Jameson and Jameson, is that right? I think so. Okay. So, however, um, a very similar recipe, using whole eggs instead of separated eggs is, is in Marion Cunningham's classic The Breakfast Book. Classic. Classic. That's classic with a K. You know, I have to say, so I make Marion Cunningham's version, um, you know, without separating the eggs at home, and I have a Belgian waffle iron. I find that it's like most waffle irons on the market these days are are Belgian. For some reason, I feel like that's what people are into right now. Go ahead. No, I think I think it goes in waves. Like mm-hmm. like things get Belgian for a while. What's the opposite of Belgian? I mean, is it American? Is it... Do you mean just in terms of waffles? <laughs> I mean, just in general, what is the opposite of Belgian? This is, this is my Zen koan what? for the day. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway. What if... I think it's American if it's okay, thinner. Okay, fine. Thinner. Right. Okay. Well, let's, let's claim it as American. Let's claim waffle. We, claim, yeah. we Americans claim everything as our own. Why stop now? Yeah, let's put a little American flag toothpick into our waffle. <laughs> Great. Okay. Anyway, I make these at home in a Belgian waffle iron... Uh, so all the all the divots are deeper. The waffle itself is sort of taller, and I would say prettier. And I think I like them better. And it's hard for me to say if it's that I, I find that your waffles are a little crunchier and drier. Mm-hmm. In the Belgian waffle iron, the yeasted waffles stay a little more moist at the inside and still get nice and crispy on the outside. And these feel dry. I mean, these feel dry to me. So I would say in general, I am an American waffle partisan. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say no to a Belgian waffle. I don't really have an explanation for, for why my affinities lie in that direction. I could make something up, but I don't know. It's, it feels like a really personal thing, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. No, I always thought that I have heard people say that, that this batter actually you know, was created for an American waffle iron. I, I have read that somewhere. I assume that, that Belgian waffle irons weren't much of a thing back yeah. when this recipe yeah, was yeah. created. However, I, I don't know. The, this tastes dry to me. I'm not into it. All right. 
today I am really enjoying the um, waffles of insane greatness recipe, which years ago when I was sort of getting into making waffles for the first time. When you, when you were sort of experimenting with waffles. When I was experimenting say. with waffles, yeah, yeah, in my youth, you know, in those crazy college days, mm-hmm. you know what they say, like uh, waffling until graduation, or, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what they say. <laughs> yeah. um, wait, can I, can I like interrupt to ask a serious question about, did, did yeah. you have a self-service waffle iron in your dorm? Maybe we talked we, about this on the dorm did, food episode. I but I never used it. Oh, I used it. Oh, you used it. I bet you did. <laughs> we had the kind that is has a like a not a hinge, but it, you can flip it over. Like the whole thing kind of flips over, I so it gets I've evenly brown on both yeah. sides. It was a heavy duty piece of equipment. Wow, can't believe they let you near it. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this recipe, waffles of insane greatness, I found somewhere online. We will link to it. Um, I adapted it slightly and ran it on my blog a number of years ago. And basically, this uses leavening, like baking powder, baking soda, yeah. so that you can mix it up the morning of. It also uses some cornstarch. Quite which- a bit of cornstarch. So like it's it's uh, oh, yeah, uh, it one is. to three ratio of cornstarch to flour. So a quarter of the powder is cornstarch. And I imagine that gives for a very like fine texture, like a, a, a crunchy edge. Do you think that helps with the crunchy crunchy edges? Yeah. And also I think it, it inhibits uh, gluten development. So you can like whisk it pretty smooth and mm. still and still not have it get tough. Right. The thing I learned when, when like looking up like where did this recipe actually come from is that it, it comes from uh, it was introduced to the world I believe by Rachel Ray. Um, oh yes. Who 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 encountered it at a restaurant. I don't remember in what state called Aretha Frankenstein's. That is amazing. At first, so at first when I when I googled it, it said like you know this recipe is credited to Aretha Frankenstein, and I'm like, wait, is that a person's actual name? Because that's the greatest. <laughs> but no, it's sort of, it's a joke name. Bummer. Well, anyway, um, I think that this morning, at least with your American waffle iron, I'm preferring the you know make the morning of waffles of insane greatness. Uh, yeah. Yeasted waffle. And I'm, I I feel like that's some kind of blasphemy. I'm supposed to like the old overnight yeasted waffle as a, as a, a, a f- as a, as a foodie. As an, as an, what do we say if we don't say foodie? I hate that word. I, I tend Everybody to say food it. person, but that sounds like it's, I'm trying to carefully tiptoe around saying foodie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I usually say food person too. Yeah. It's, it's dumb. We shouldn't say that. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, so, is there anything else we should say about these recipes or about making waffles? Well, there's there's something I enjoy. I'm just thinking of this now. I enjoy watching the waffle being made, even though I can't literally see into the waffle iron. I like how like these billows of steam rise from mm-hmm. it at the beginning, and then as the water boils out, like the steam starts to dissipate, and you know it gets to a point where like just a little steam is coming off it, and then you know it's done. It's sort of like how when you only hear a few kernels popping every once in a while, you know the popcorn is done. Yeah, I totally know what you mean. That is really satisfying. That's a pretty deep analogy, huh? Oh, so deep. I always find... All also, that uh, I have to put more batter in the waffle iron than I think. Like, mm. you have to not be afraid to make a bit of a mess with waffles. What do you think? I think you're right. However, my waffle iron, first of all, the corners of it don't get very hot, so it's easy to get, like, undercooked corners. So I sort of usually make, like, diamond-shaped waffles with, like, a looks like a corner got bit off of them. Mm-hmm. Also, does. my waffle iron, and I guess this is probably just, like, inherent to to an inherent risk to making waffles. Like, do you, do you pour batter in and then some of it like oozes out the sides some a little just the tiniest bit a little bit so um 
I, uh, I don't know if I believe you. When I was going to make waffles this morning, I found that there was like a part, a corner of the waffle iron was encrusted with petrified waffle batter from who knows how many previous waffling incidents. Um, hey, speaking of which, how do you clean a waffle iron? Oh, God, it's oh, the worst. Oh, my God, it is the worst. It is enough to make me not make waffles. I think that... I was actually about to ask you, I feel like it's sort of like the cake or pie question. Are you a pancake or waffle person? I am. I don't feel like I have a strong orientation. Oh, my God. I'm I, so I am, pancake. I, I am bi. I, I am so <laughs> pancake. And one big reason is I hate cleaning the waffle iron. Oh, it's the worst. I go on Craigslist and, and like hire someone to like... <laughs> like Task uh, rabbit. Yeah, exactly. Like, can you come over and just clean my waffle iron? Um, yeah, it costs, it costs me just like $40 once, totally once a week. It. Yeah, totally, totally worth, worth it. it. Uh, but yeah, no, you have to like get in there. Like, I and, hate it. Do you kind of like wrap a paper towel around your fingertip and kind of like go through every little e, nub? I, I go, I like, fe- I put like several fingertips. This is, this is... Boy, is this sounding dirty. Like, like, <laughs> like you know, several fingertips in the paper towel, like, go along, like, the crevices. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. And, you know, horizontally and then vertically, uh-huh. top and bottom. Do you want me to keep talking about this? <laughs> Just, I like your hand signals. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, right. So I wonder if maybe one of our listeners has some sort of great technique for washing a waffle iron. Maybe, maybe they you can, can just help throw the out. whole thing in the bathtub. <laughs> maybe while it's plugged <laughs> in. It's plugged in. And then get in with it. Yes. All right. No, we should say do not no, no, do that. No. Do we, not we, we recommend against that. Do that. that. Do not do it. We don't take a lot of strong positions on this show, but that's one of them. Yeah. Do we need to talk about toppings? How do you feel about waffles that are served in restaurants covered with like macerated fruit and whipped cream and all sorts of insanity? Uh, boy, that wasn't a leading question at all. Uh, objection, Your Honor. <laughs> and dessert waffles. How do you feel about dessert waffles? Um, I waffles with ice cream. Yeah, chocolate it's not, sauce. It's not. Uh, it's not something I ever make at home. Every once in a while, I'm into it. It's a thing that's popular in. Guess what I'm going to say? Japan. And sometimes, uh, like, if we go to a place that has that, I'll be like, yeah, I want a waffle with, like, 17 toppings on it. It sounds great. It, uh, yes, of course it gets soggy. Okay. Okay. How do you feel about it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like... Waffles are often so sweet anyway, especially when you eat them out in restaurants. I don't want a whole lot of stuff on it. Yeah, I I thought that's However, what you were going to say. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I am a real killjoy. You're you're real you're a real vanilla waffle eater. I am. No, if I were if I were eating at home, I might like cut up some fruit and put it on top. But I I don't want whipped cream interac- interacting with my waffle. So here's the here's the one exception. Like like I I usually just do syrup. We talked about this on the French toast episode, probably, and I think it's better on French toast, but still really good on waffles, like very ripe banana slices and syrup, I think that is sounds, awesome. That sounds good. That does sound um, good. The, you know, the, the creamy texture of the banana with the crispy waffle, you know, it's because it's not like gloopy, it doesn't get, doesn't make the waffle soggy. It's great. Great. I'm so glad. Hey, one last question. Yes. How do you feel about savory waffles? It's not something I have a lot of experience with, although there's that recipe that I bet we posted on. I'm, re- I'm referring back to a lot of previous Me episodes. Too. On the buckwheat episode that I did for like a buckwheat waffles with caramelized onions and a fried egg. Oh, did you make that for us? Um, maybe I did. Did I? It sounds familiar. It, it was, it's a lot s- of work. 
No, I don't think you made it. I probably you never didn't. you never go all out for me. No, no, no. We've been married for too long. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was like when when I was when I was wooing you to the show. <laughs> anyway, I feel like I you know, I'm open to trying a savory waffle. I've never had one, but I kind of feel like it's like there's savory muffins out there. Why mm. bother? Like put that stuff in a biscuit. Yeah, put that- I like I like a savory biscuit, but I don't need no savory muffin, no savory waffle. No good grammar. <laughs> Remember when I was wooing you to come on the show and I said you would just have to like come over and I would like dangle grapes into your mouth and um, you could wear a toga. And you'd and, fan me. And I'd fan you and all you'd have to do is like talk into this microphone. <laughs> that didn't last. <laughs> Anything else? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think that is the entirety of the world of waffles. Wow. I feel like we have done it. Yeah, we, we done it. Okay. So you can find us online at uh, SpilledMilkPodcast.com, uh, where we will post these two waffle recipes, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Eggos and Roman Meal. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash SpilledMilkPodcast. You, um, you can also leave your story, your memorable childhood birthday party story there yeah, on absolutely. our Facebook page, for sure. Yeah, it'll get to us. You can you can also just like think really hard and click your heels together and we'll and we'll just know. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I'm, I'm receiving one right now. Like Woo! I didn't want to know that. Woo! I feel tingly. Right. <laughs> what do we do at this point in the show? Um, we usually <laughs> say thank say, you for listening to Spilled Milk, um, the, show, the show that rises all night and is ready for you in the morning. <laughs> all right, I'm Matthew Amsterburton. I'm Molly Weisenberg. Say habla español. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.